now, Brandon Dixboy Shaw. What is poppin', fam? Monday morning, June 12th. It is cloudy again. Surprisingly, it's cloudy here in Calabas, California. How is everybody doing? How's your weekend? Great, grand, wonderful. Can't hear you guys. Wish I could. Oh, that'd be straight mayhem. If I could just hear you guys, whoever's watching this, it's just nonstop chatter. Like it's Bruce Almighty. I just hear you guys. Just, oh, well, that'd be sick. A little dialogue. That'd be dope. Uh, yeah, coming fresh off the weekend, you had some fights going on. We had a Calabasas fight companion with the great Eric Griffin, the schmo. It's the schmo with the pros. You had all th- those guys going down. And Polly Shore, the Polly Shore coming in town. You have to click on it, Chin. All right, just look. Yeah, it distracts me. Um, <laughs> yeah, all those guys are in town uh, and on the show. It was a good crew, man. The the Schmo knows his stuff. One of my faves. Uh, what he, Did he drive in from Vegas, he said? I think three of us were up since 5 a.m. that day. I, my day started at 4 a.m. today, but... On Saturday, I think the Schmo said he left at 5 a.m. to drive here. He had something going on, something like that. And then Polly Shore was up at 5 because I think he was shooting all day. Polly Shore, interesting character. Absolutely loved the dude. I think he felt pressure because um, he doesn't know about fighting. He thought he was going to be just a fight show. But clearly, he's never seen a fight companion <laughs> before. Even when I did the ones with Rogan, uh, obviously there's some fight talk, but there's also sometimes we talked about octopus for three hours. You know, it's just, you never know where that show's going to go. So I felt like Pauly, uh felt a little out of place and he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, he asked for, uh, the first guy for his writer, he asked for a ton of Taco Bell yeah. and dude, he made a mess. He, he put <laughs> lettuce, cheese, uh, in the hallway, in the bathroom, that's where that's from. <laughs> there's like gordita crunch. Everywhere. I'm like, are you? 12 folly oh my gosh just just uh, like the it looks like the cookie monster mm-hmm. the taco bell cookie monster came in the studio then went to his dog he brought his dog his dog pizza <laughs> there's only one Polly's chore man you gotta love Polly. you gotta love Polly. um let's talk about the fights it was a it was a interesting fight companion interesting night of fights uh you know i not the sleeper i thought it well Ah, oh, how do I want to phrase this? Not the sleeper we thought, right? It was better than you thought. Wish I could hear you guys. Uh, not the sleeper that we totally thought. Like, obviously, the card wasn't stacked like we're used to, especially in the summertime. This is just an appetizer before they get into the big cards in July. That's all they're doing here. Um, thank God, Charles Oliveira and uh, Benil Dariush was the co-main event, which was the main event. Uh, could use that for that should have been a five-round fight, even though it only went one round. I still would prefer that be a five-round fight. Uh, that's n- neither here nor there because it got finished in the first round. All I'm saying is thank God Charles Oliveira and Dariush got switched because remember this was a fight months earlier, but Charles Oliveira injured his. We don't really know what was going on there, but they moved that to this card. And for the Vancouver fans, they are thinking they're fight gods right now because if that fight was not on this card, it's a tough card, man. <clears throat> tough card. Um, the Canadians, I think, went 6-0. and All Canadians won. Every Canadian won on the card. That has to be a first. Has to be a first. Because um, in Dublin... When they do them there in England, there's definitely some Americans that went there and some Russians. Uh, UFC 134 that I was on, I know this American that got knocked out by Big Nog. And then um, who else? Anderson, or, yeah, Anderson won on that night. It might have been another night where all Brazilians won, where the, like the, the country won. Someone lost on the main card who's Brazilian. I remember that. Let me see if my memory serves me right. Somebody lost there. Uh, not a small guy. Because um, if you go to UFC 134, Chin, mm-hmm. uh, fight car uh, results. You go, oh, there you go. Silva Okami. Okay. Uh, so hold on. Uh, Anderson Silva Okami. Anderson won. Shogun Force Griffin. Uh, Shogun won. Edson Barboza, Ross Pearson, split decision. Uh, Big Nog, Brendan Chow. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there it is. Luis Kane lost. Right. First round to uh, Nedkov. 
Other than that, all of the Brazilians won. Paula Harris defeated Dan Miller. Tiago Taveras uh, beat uh, Spencer Fisher. God, that card was stacked, Daddy. Back in the days, I'm man. I'm proud to be part awesome. of it. That card was stacked, bro. <laughs> Dude, look at that main card. No. Luis Kane, who at the time was a savage. People, you, you almost forgot he was a savage. Even though he lost that night. And then you got Big Nog, me. Fun fight. Be real. Fun fight. Was mm -hmm. on the poster. Fun fight. Uh, Edson Barboza, Ross Pearson. That's vintage Edson Barboza, you son of a bitch. Also, vintage Ross Pearson, mm -hmm. England's, England's finest. You have Shogun. Also, pretty prime Shogun there against Forrest Griffin. And then Anderson Silva, uh, one of the goats, one of the best to ever do it against Okami. And yeah, the Brazilians had a good night. Point is, the Canadians had a good night. I think they, they went 6-0. So <coughs> I thought this <coughs> would be the only other card, just obviously unbiased because I was on the card. I just remember it was a tough night for non-Brazilians, right? But um, yeah, that Russian one, okay, doesn't really count. He's Russian. Um, a minute, yeah. So, sweep, yeah. Yeah, yep, the sweep. Adam Fugit, definitely the MVP for the Canadians. That boy cheeked up too. Handsome bastard. <sighs> Handsome bastard all the way around. That boy misses no squats, huh? Right? Right? Adam Fugit? Yeah. It's a, uh, no, Adam Fugit got beat up. Oh, you mean Mike Malott? Malott's the dude who's peached up. He's drinking all the maple syrup, goes right to the cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Good looking kid. Probably the biggest pop of the night when they showed him. Um, yeah, he had a good night, man. Yeah. He had a really good night. He was talking about, I saw one of his pre-fight interviews, He like this was such a big deal for him. He put the pressure on himself. He talked about this going into the fight because he was at uh, when the Toronto, when GSB fought Jake Shields, which was at the time, I think, the biggest live gate. I was also there because um, I think that's all the same time Randy Couture fought Leona Machida, and I helped Randy Couture, and he got his tooth knocked out. Never forget that. But that was the yeah. biggest gate at the time. And Mike Malott was there. I think he was like 12. Oh, shit. And it like inspired him. He was like, I want to be the guy that carries the Canadian flag out. I want to be that guy. Now, he's on his way to be that guy, but I think this big pop and where they put him, you know, was definitely a step in the right direction. A talented kid, all finishes. He, he's, he's, I think he's 30 something, though. So he's not like this young prospect. So he's an interesting one, but he's, he's going to get some. Uh, 31. Yeah, 31. Yeah, so he's not like that young, but he's still, you know, he's newer. While we're talking about Mike Malott, um, did you see this part of the <clears throat> the walkout? I don't, I don't know if we saw it or not on the broadcast. I saw it on uh, people sent to me. I saw it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. The the so when he walked barricade, out, like, the barricade just fell, fell over. Yeah. So I'll play it real quick and just look at Mike Malott's reaction. He has zero reaction. Yeah, because he's going to find another <laughs> grown man. In but I mean, it falls right on top of him. He just moves. And then here's a better angle. You can of it. tell they're okay though. It's not like it's not like we see in like you know, in Brazil when the stadium collapses and there's yeah. millions or you know, hundreds of I mean of they're deaths. low, so that's good. If it was on top and then that'd be Oh my horrible. god, that'd be a disaster. Like yeah. if someone fell off the top oh rafter gosh. or something like that, that'd be a disaster. That one I fit when I saw my god, they're okay. Yeah. And it came out Dane in the press conference like everyone's okay. They relocate them to better seats. Yeah. I mean, man. What's going on there? How does that? How's that? How has that not happened before? I know. Because <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love Mike Malott, but there's been like GSP, Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, mm -hmm. you know, Rampage back in the. How did Randy Couture fights where people are just Conor McGregor or the foaming at the dick to touch the guy? How has that not happened before? Yeah. That's on you, Vancouver. That's it. on you. That's on you. Whoever put the nuts and bolts in. Probably the same judges that screwed me with Orlovsky fight, right? <laughs> That's on you, Vancouver. You got to clean it up. You got to clean it up. I love Vancouver, though. Have you been to Vancouver, Chin? I've been to Toronto with you, but not Vancouver. I don't think we've been to. We went to Toronto together? Yeah, for one of your shows. We went on the huge tour that we did. Oh, a while ago. Yeah, a long time Shit, ago. Shit. And uh, that guy from um, that Amazon show, he went with us. It's like a spaceship show that uh, Steve Bezos, or not Steve, <laughs> uh, Bezos actually bought the show to renew it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Who the hell? You, you're sure I was there? She Okay, so the girl that's a commentator or some for Bellator, her husband. Megan Olivi? No, no, for Bellator. Jennifer or something like that? Oh, Jen Brown. Yeah, Jen, her husband. Yeah, Wes. Yeah. Wes, Wes Chatham. Oh, that's my boy. Us. Yeah, he was with us. He was? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you don't remember shit, this? Dude, I don't remember any of that. Yeah. 
Yeah, the details, man. My my brain can only hold so much. And it goes delete, delete. The Expanse, I think it's called his show. The Expanse, yeah. Like big time fan base. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to cancel it. They had freaking airplanes flying over the studios. And Jeff Bezos did it. So are they doing it again? I, I think... They're done. I'm not sure. Yeah, what's well, like one of my favorite people on the planet? Yeah, I cool. do not remember him being there. He was at the show. <laughs> he was with us. But yeah, in the green room. We were. We went to. We we're the hotel. We went to a bar. <laughs> we ate food. Holy shit! Yeah, dude. dude. You're sure I was there? I'm 100. percent That's wow. the reason why we were there for you, man. Yeah, yeah I love Wes. Yeah. One of my favorite people on this. Planet. So, anyways, I've been to Toronto. And I'm not sure if I've been to Vancouver unless we went there. Completely different. Okay. I mean, you got to remember how big Canada is. That's like saying. <laughs> Yes, but yeah, I've been to New York, same as LA, right? Yeah, like yeah. they're completely West Coast, East Coast, completely different. Vancouver's great, man. So expensive though. I can imagine. Ooh, daddy. The the real estate up there is I mean, it has to be top ten in the in the world. I mean, it's mm. so expensive up there. I just remember Toronto being so clean and so many pretty freaking girls. Like yes. insanely. I think best in the world. Mm-hmm. Toronto best in the world as far if you're a single man, you move to Toronto by far okay, well. Best in the world is all I'm going to say. Yeah. Vancouver's right up there, though, too. Vancouver's fantastic, man. Vancouver's dope. I haven't toured in – I did Calgary a few months ago. Um, I haven't done Vancouver or Toronto in a hot second. I got to get up there. Yep. Vancouver's fantastic. Oh, I want to go. Let's, visit Let's do it. Yeah. yeah, I'll plan it, Jin. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll plan it. We'll, we'll bring the crew up there. By crew, I mean you, me, and Jay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> things are different now. Um, Let's take a little break from all the fisticuff talk on UFC 289. Gentlemen, are you ready to take your skincare to the next level? With Father's Day coming up right around the corner, it's this Sunday. It's time to seize the opportunity. And our trusted partners at Caldera Lab, the leaders in men's skincare, have the tools to improve your skin and your dad's, man. You don't want your dad looking all weathered like Clint Eastwood out there. You got to get some moisturizer. You got to get this, the cream under the eyes, which I use, so I don't have these nuts hanging off my eyes. All right? Uh, signs of aging. <laughs> it's not good, and that's where Caldera Lab can help you out. So your pops has confidence this summer. Join Caldera Lab for the skincare upgrade trusted by the countless bros out there. Use code SHOB at calderalab.com. That's C-A-L-D-E-R-A. LAB.com to enjoy exclusive 20% off their finest products. Caldera Labs create high-performance men's skincare products by combining pharmaceutical-grade science along with nature's purest and most potent ingredients. All right? They got the clean slate. They got the base layer. The good is your go-to at night before bed. It's clinically proven. I use it before I go to bed. And if you want to take your skin to the next level, look no further than the icon. That's what I'm talking about. The rejuvenating eye serum is here to address the three most common skin concerns around the eye, fine lines, dark circles, and puffiness. Boom, look at your boy. I've been up since 4 a.m. I know it's not great. I have a puffer fish face, but still, better than John Jones. All right? Get 20% off with the code SHOB, S-C-H-A-B, at calderalab.com. That's 20% off at calderalab.com by using code SHOB, S-C-H-A-B. Make father time a thing of the past this summer with the best skin care tools from Caldera Lab. Tell you what, your boy's been up since the crack of dawn. And when I get tired, I rely on one product, one product only. It's my friends at Happy Hippo. I use the freaking instant shot. I'm talking about that. I got it right here. You can tell this one's open. I used it right before I went on air. I'm talking about that Kratom shot. This is the sour apple. I take that. Your boy's ready to go. I'm zoned in. Gives me that warm, balanced, zoned in, good mood feeling. And if you want to try Kratom, you got to trust the Kratom. You can trust my friends at Happy Hippo. All right? My favorite are the shots. However you want to get your Kratom. Gummies, powders, they got it all. They even have the K-dips. We're talking about Kratom and K-dips. It's like the pouches your boy always uses, but we're talking about Kratom. No one's ever, it's first to market. This is wintergreen. They have the razzle-dazzle blueberry flavor. Uh, the wintergreen's pretty nice, though. But they're the first ever to do it, so try it out if you want to get some pouches there. The Kratom pouches, first ever to do it. Happy Hippo's changing the game. They have the best Kratom on the planet, all right? So if you want powders, gummies, the dips, the shots, which I use, go to happyhippo.com. Promo code is THICK23. get 20% off for life. That's THICK with three C's. The number 23, you get 20% off for life. Happy Hippo, the best grade on the planet. <coughs> Back to the fight, though. <coughs> Mike Malott, your MVP of the night. I mean, MVP meaning it's his, you know, home. Yeah, homecoming. Homecoming, home field advantage. He pulled it off. The crowd went absolutely nut for that fight. Um, then, I mean, your overall MVP, obviously, 
if Amanda Nunes didn't retire, we're barely talking about this fight. Um, and it's not a case of Amanda Nunes um, not putting on a good performance. It's a case of Irene Aldana literally doing nothing. She froze in the moment. The moment was too big. That's what's going on there. She, if you look back at the history of Aldana's fights, whenever it became the biggest moment, like the the game changing fight, she never sh- she hasn't showed up. Mm. In Invicta, in the UFC, whenever it was like t- that next step, she never showed up. So, yeah, if you look, uh, Holly Holm, huge fight for, didn't fight great. Um, she lost to Raquel Pennington, but then if you look at um, her Invicta fights too. Uh, if you go to that T- Tanya Evinger, huge fight. That was for the vacant Bantamweight championship. Uh, you know, she got beat up. So she's never gotten over that hump. There seems to be a mental block there. I thought with the run in seven out of nine, maybe this wouldn't be a case. I didn't even allude to it on the breakdown on Monday when I did the breakdown for uh, what company do we work with? For MOLA TV. I didn't, I didn't allude to it because I was like, yeah, this kind of old narrative. She probably got over that hump. That's like saying, Charles Oliveira, you know, has quit in him. Clearly, freaking doesn't. <laughs> so it, it to me, it was like I'm not even going to touch on that. Clearly, I should have because that is what happened. I think what happened. This is a mental thing. She has the skill set to perform a lot better than she did. She could have went out on her shield. Now, would she have beat uh, Amanda Nunes that night? And, no, absolutely not. If Amanda Nunes sh- shows up and she's just fighting at eighty percent, and Aldana's at hundred percent, Nunes beats her ten times out of ten. She'd have to show up at 100% and Amanda Nunes doesn't want to be there in order to beat her. The problem is Amanda Nunes came in. We didn't know this going into it. This is her last fight. She showed out. She beat the brakes off of her. You know, it was just not very competitive fight. She didn't risk anything. She just did that weird high guard shelled up. Um, her legs got destroyed. Her, her, her midsection got destroyed. Amanda Nunes, you know, knew it was her last one. Um, Again, we're not talking about this fight unless Amanda Nunes retired, which she did. So um, a lot of people won't remember this fight. So Amanda Nunes retired. Hats off to her, man. I mean, by far, there's no argument, the greatest of all time. You look at who she's beat. Any girl that ever touched a championship belt, she beat up. You know, her resume's insane. I don't think we'll ever see it again. The knock on her is that the one Juliana Pena fight, um, if you want to go before that, you know, with the cat Zingano, doesn't matter because after she lost the cat Zingano, she beat everybody possible. Anybody who touched a belt, she beat the shit out of them. Not even close. That's a similar thing to her and GSP. The fights aren't close. That's why GSP is considered one of the goats. There's that argument, right? The fights were not close. Khabib, the fights are not close. That's how you separate yourself from the pack when we're talking about championship um, fighters here. So she just outclassed everybody. Had the Julian Pena hiccup where she didn't show up, Juliana showed up, beat her, right? Then, all right, cool, you beat me. Beat the piss out of her. A few 10-8 rounds there, I think. They definitely gave her one 10-8. And then with Aldana retired, I think part of the reason she retired, there's nothing really left for her. The trilogy fight with Pena makes no sense, especially after the last outing. Um, there's not a lot of other things going on there. The only one I think that would have kept around is if Shevchenko would have been champion. That would have been the one fight she probably wants, right? A lot of people think Shevchenko beat her, <clears throat> even though Shevchenko's in a different weight class. When they did fight, that was a close fight. A lot of experts did give it to Shevchenko, but then Shevchenko loses to uh, Grasso, so that's out the window. So there's not a lot left for Man Nunes to do. She's kind of waiting around, so I think it was the perfect retirement. And I don't think it's – I think she's retiring like Khabib did where there's no chance she comes back. Not a chance. Have to take like a Ronda Rousey maybe, like something super special to get her out of bed. But she sounds like she's done done. By far the best to ever do it. No argument there as far as women goes. No argument. Um, then Charles Oliveira really stole the show. Boy, you all must have forgotten, including myself. So many experts, so many people in our field were picking against Charles Oliveira. And it's so weird this guy never gets the credit – that he deserves because if you look at his resume, his strength of schedule of fighters that he beat, his his reign at the, the lightweight division when he was champion, the, the names that he beat, compared to Khabib, it's not even remotely close. It's not even. Strength of schedule, Khabib's Florida Atlantic. You know, like it's not even remotely close. Charles Oliveira's Alabama. So keep that same energy when you go to college football. 
when you look at Alabama, who if they go undefeated, or say a Georgia and the SEC goes undefeated, then you look at a team who's even in the Pac-12 or the ACC, they go undefeated. Nobody goes, that's the best team. They blew everybody out. Well, yeah, who are they playing? With Khabib, it's like he's the best 155-hour time. Who's he fighting? Mm. Look at his resume. Look how long he held the title for. I, I really don't get to argue that he's the best, the greatest to ever do it. Now, he did beat the piss out of everybody they fought. Look at his strength of schedule. His best win is Dustin Poirier. Great win. Don't get me wrong. Dustin Poirier. Great win. He beat Gaethje. He beat Conor McGregor, Ally Quinta, Edson Barboza. So he won his uh, belt off Ally Quinta. Then he defended against Conor McGregor, defended against Dustin Poirier, defended against Justin Gaethje. So when he was champion, he fought Conor, Dustin, and Gaethje. He had three hard fights. Go to Charles Oliveira. Yeah, I guess it's just his record, right? That's why. Like well, how long, how many fights he had beforehand? That's what makes it look way bigger. It just hit the guys that he beat. Like if you're looking at the Hall of Fame credentials, then let's say there was a greatest of all time. Yeah. And you go, okay, well, we just went over Khabib. He had his three wins when he became a champion. Three really good wins, no doubt. Cool. Charles Oliveira beat Darius, nine-fight win streak. Now you guys go, oh, he's not that good. Okay, whatever. So he beat Darius. He beat Justin Gaethje. beat Dustin Poirier. So those are two wins that Khabib has. He beat Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson. And that was a Tony win. Pretty damn good Tony, right? Mm-hmm. He beat Kevin Lee. Um, David, you know, Jared Gordon. You know, we can't count that as one of the great wins, but still not bad. Jim Miller, Clay Guida. Will Brooks, you know, uh, Miles Jury at the time. Like, you remember at the time, Will Brooks was a big deal, right? He was a Bellator champion, came over. He beat him. Miles Jury was the next big thing. You beat him. Um, Jeremy Stevens was very tough in 2000. And what is that? 14. 14? Very tough. You, you just look at his wins, dude, you know? And then I guess the knock on him would be the losses, you know, early in his career. One, two. Three, four. And then we all thought he had Five, quit six. in him. We thought he had quit in him. And then he just somehow conquered that and got over it. So he's incredible now. Yeah, so take out the the pre-champion run and go just champion for champion run. This isn't even a debate, dude. So he won the belt at where at? So he won the belt against Michael Chandler. 2021. Then one, two, so one, two, three, they lost it. To the best. So it's similar to Khabib, right? Khabib had three, two. And hmm. But yeah, Khabib to get the belt fought Ally Quinta. He fought Chandler. Michael Chandler. Yeah, yeah. And Chandler. It's a good up, argument. It, I mean it's a good argument. Yeah. I, I just always value longevity, you know? I get the argument. Is he still in the game? Oh yeah. Yeah. And now, for sure, there's no other fight to make. It's Charles Oliveira and Khabib. I'm, I'm sorry. Char- <laughs> I wish. I fucking wish. Yeah. It's Charles Oliveira and Makachev. Rematch, yeah. Makachev's the closest thing we have to Khabib. So you get the rematch. He's a big dog, too. I think he's plus 400, plus 300 already. Wow. And Dana, who says he doesn't make fights after the, the fights, mm-hmm. he made the fight. He's like, That's, let's, let's not make this complicated. That's the fight to make. Plus 250. I don't know if that's the older one or the newer one, though. Yeah, I know. Um, no, these are old. I typed in odds. I saw it on Twitter. Two. There's new odds. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing he's going to be, yeah, Makachev's going to be yeah. a huge favorite. Yep, still yeah. is. I just, yeah, Makachev's just that style that's going to be tough for Charles Oliveira <clears> to beat. That's how good uh, Makachev is. And people forget, Makachev outstruck him that fight, too. Makachev's a mother, mother trucker. Did you ever rematch anyone? No, I wish. I wonder, like, if you rematched, if you learned a lot of stuff about that person. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Charles just had a bad night. You know, you got to hope he didn't fight the same way with no. that kind of reckless, like abandonment, and like try and get him out of there. And it looked like he tapped very, right away. I don't he know. Thought very cautious. Yeah. Didn't want to be in there. Could be a, that shows you how good Makachev is too. He's like, holy True. shit, I can't get anything on this guy. So, yeah. 
Good night fights overall. Go check out the Kyle Bass fight campaign, UFC 289 right now on YouTube. The <clears throat> full episode's there. Clips are there. So appreciate you guys tuning in. Let's take a little break. This episode of The Shop Show is brought to you by the one, the only, on it. On it, man. On it. They make Alpha Brains the number one nootropic on the freaking planet. You've heard about it. You've seen it in Whole Foods. You've seen it at Walmart. You've seen it all over. You're like, eh, should I try it? How about this? Not only can you try it, there's no risk. There's no risk. They give you your money back. You can keep the product, share it with a friend who's going to appreciate it because it actually works. It's the number one nootropic for a reason. They've sold over a million bottles. Now, there's the regular Alpha Brain. You see at Whole Foods and Walmart and all that. Then there's the Black Label, which your boy uses. It gets you basically like Jeff Bezos' level of brain power. That's right. Aids in mental processing. Caffeine-free help, helps promote with the flow state, promotes focus, supports memory. Remember names, addresses, phone numbers. When's the last time you remembered your buddy's phone number? Think more clearly under stress. On it has it all. They have the best nootropic on the planet in Alpha Brain. They have instant Alpha Brain. They have the Alpha Brain shot. They have the Alpha Brain Black. They have the regular Alpha Brain you see at Whole Foods and uh, Walmart. All right. They offer all that, the best nootropic on the planet. But you can also get 10% off all their fitness equipment, kettlebells, steel club maces, yoga mats, protein powders, warrior bars, creatine, fish oil, uh, total gut health. They have it all. It's the best supplements on the planet, the best nootropic on the planet. Get with the hype. This is real here. Go to onit.com slash shop. That's S-C-H-A-U-B, onit.com slash shop. You get 10% off everything I just mentioned, all alpha brain across the board, all workout gear, all workout devices, streaming fitness, onit.com slash shop. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's get back to the program. Um, other than that, man, you had uh, Floyd Mayweather fighting uh, John Gotti's nephew. Yep. Or, yeah, I think nephew. Do we feel like it's fake? Because they stopped the, the fight because Gotti kept holding and they kept talking trash to each other. The ref stops the fight. Then John Gotti tries to continue the fight, talking shit to Floyd. And then both corners jump in there and all of Floyd people jump in there. It spills out even into the back of the arena when they leave the cage. Um, oh, in the back too? Yeah. And then John Gotti's aunt or cousin left a pretty racist really instagram yeah called uh called floyd mayweather's like daughter uh yeah it, it was not uh, good if you look it up it's pretty tough yeah well yes i don't get why floyd's doing this stuff man i mean he's making some bank i'm sure i don't want floyd's doing this stuff for even floyd asked me like what am i doing i mean <coughs> this has happened like in MMA and boxing, like how many security guards are around the the ring? Not that you can't many. control that many people. Floyd, but even when Floyd fought uh, Logan, it wasn't like this. But I'm assuming, yeah, I don't know. See, this person says staged as AF. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can totally imagine it being staged for sure. Yeah, the whole thing's weird. Also, don't do that. <laughs> don't fight him, Floyd. What are you doing? He has enough money now. What do you got, Jen? It has um, to be an ego thing for Floyd. He just wants to stay relevant. I know? kind of feel like Connor is the same way too. Like he wants to be in the public eye, so that's why he still fights. Yeah, they're all set. I, I think. Yeah, I don't know. They're that that hunger for the fame and the the com mm -hmm. competition. You know, because it makes no sense. Connor's coming back. Exactly. He's so rich. It makes so. no sense. Floyd's doing this. Um. So there was a PFL over the weekend as well, and the reason I bring this up is because oh, Brendan. What's up? That Brendan kid, kid got knocked out. Yeah. Big, big. I think he's a huge favorite too. Right. Massive. Yeah. Uh, but Marlon Rise, he finally retired. So you know who else retired? Big yes, Silva. Have that Thank too. God, dude. Yeah, eleven so. in a row. This one at least he didn't get starched. But he just fought, you know, some kind of sloppy dude. It went to a decision. It was bad, man. Marlon Rise was a bad man, but when he was in his prime, my he God, was he so was fast bad. and so freaking yeah. Bigfoot Silva suffers eleventh straight, straight loss. loss and finally retires. Thank goodness. I heard one of the reasons he, because everyone's like, why does he keep doing it? I heard one of the reasons he's doing it is because his condition, he didn't have long to live, so he's trying to get as much money as he can to for his family. For his family. Damn it. Ah, 
thank so God sad, he's man. done though. Yeah, thank goodness. So he can still stay with his family for as long as he's here yeah. and not be completely gone. Yeah. Um, this I thought was very interesting. Someone took a picture of uh, Benil Darish after the weigh-ins. So his red, they're saying his wedding ring didn't even fit his finger. That's how much he lost so much, so weight. much weight. Yeah. Look at it that looks baggy wedding super ring. loose. Yeah. Yeah. It looks terrible. That was pretty cool. Poor Benil, man. It seems like he had a really bad weight cut. So I wonder if that was part of the, I, the whole thing. It was just, you know, the whole thing. He's one of those guys that you, you want him to get the title he shot. Have you should have absolutely it, done it's a title happened shot. With so many guys before it yeah. so many guys before. So he's another one. Um, it's just a bummer. And then with Amanda Nunez retiring, so we know the 145 pound division's completely gone. That's that goes with Amanda, and then the bantamweight division. It's just like there's this huge void there now. You know, mm. um, it's just a huge void. And 125 still stacked. You know, 25 stacked. That's thriving, but 35. It's just you know, 35. You have um, wait. That's pound for pound. That's bound for straw pound. weight, fly weight. So one twenty five. Yeah, go down. It'll be the next one. There yeah. it is. Bantam weight. So you have Pena, who's gonna be number one now. There'll be no champions. You have Pena, Raquel Pennington's probably gonna fight. Holly Holm has a tough fight. If she were to win, that's a name they'd put up there. Outside that, it, you know, it's not great looking. And there's like no really like super young talent that you're vying for either. It's completely wide open, man. Yeah. And Amanda Nunes beat pretty much everybody there. So it's like she said, you know, whoever wins, just it's a fake belt. And you guys know it because I retired. She's kind of right. like, And she's beat all of them. Mm-hmm. Dana White even kind of agreed to that too, which it's is kind of crazy. You need, you need some some new young life in that division. Like uh, Featherweight's just done. I mean, that's a, they, look, they don't have ratings. Like, there you go. There's no rankings whatsoever. It's just her. There's no, and think about it. Like, even outside the UFC, go go to. If I'm the UFC, I, I create a Adam uh, Adam weight. Adam weight stacked. The UFC don't have the division, but like one championship, uh, Ryzen, other you know all around Invicta. Adam weight stacked. Just think about it. just like it with the men. There's so many smaller women walking the plant than there are big. Than there are big, so mm-hmm. it's gonna be stacked. Adam weight stacked, stacked. UFC could create an Adam weight division. One hundred five to one fifteen. Yeah, it's super light. Yeah. They're super skilled, though. Yeah, dude. That's what I'd do if I was the UFC. I'd shut down the featherweight and create Adam weight. Bring Angela over. Angela Lee. She's, she retired. What's up? Rumor is she's retired. No way. She, she doesn't want to fight since her sister passed. <sighs> she's done fighting. Oh, my gosh. You know, breaking news for Jen. That story is still Tragic. so heartbreaking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes you so sad. Yeah. What else you got, dude? All right, let's see. Here I go again on my own. Oh, so Deontay Wilder has mentioned this before, how he would want to, want to fight uh, Francis Ngannou, but he's doubling down, saying that he would do a boxing match and an MMA match. Well, that MMA match would be, well, it's, well. Because it's like both worlds, I'd, I'd be super down to watch this. Oh, I'm I'm in. Take my money. Yeah. That's the best case scenario. And if this is Francis, I should say, not Francis. If PFL can pull this off, then it's a win for Francis. 100%. This is the only way I will co-sign Francis' move to go to the PFL is if he gets a Deontay Wilder, a Fury, a Joshua fight. It looks like Wilder's the only one willing to play ball here. So if that's the case, how in the – Frick, do you not show up and square off against Deontay Wilder when you know he's at PFL? You're telling me you didn't know? Of course, PFL was like, hey, Deontay Wilder just reserved his seats. He's going to be cage side. We're going to interview him. How do you not? How do you miss that opportunity mm. and not show up to square off with Deontay Wilder and get that in the news cycle, dude? That would have been massive, massive. Complete failure on his team's part. You gotta, I, don't, I don't know where he's at. Is he in Africa? If that's the case, then I get it, but... If, if not, not yeah. dude, how are you not there? Yeah, huge opportunity. And even with MMA, I mean, Francis outgrappled Cyril Gaon, which isn't saying much. Cyril Gaon and Deontay Wilder probably have the same jiu-jitsu. But I would assume at MMA, again, it's the best shot for both of them. For Deontay Wilder, his best shot in MMA to win a fight is against Francis. For Francis, his best shot to win a boxing match is with Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. It makes all the sense. Yeah. 
I'm in. Take my money. Two of the biggest punchers, right? Boxing By and far. MMA. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's a hard puncher to this right now. Even close. I mean, last, yeah. I don't know how long. Probably since George Foreman. Deontay hits the hardest at anybody. Francis in MMA, nobody hits harder than Francis. So, take my money. Yeah. Somebody get knocked out. Hopefully it happens. Oh, I hope it happens for Francis' sake. Um, this is cool news. So Chris Weidman's finally returning. I don't know how long it's been since he broke his leg, but uh, he's returning against uh, Brad Tavares. I like this for both guys. Tough fight for both guys. Kind of yeah, a, you know, great Brad lost his last fight. Uh, for Chris Weidman, he says he's going to open up with the hardest leg kick of his life. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah, he said, apparently he's kicking like a mule. Though. Pretty cool. Yeah, he said because it's, it's that mental block, right? Obviously, if you just get that out of the way. That's huge for him. So. And he's fighting in Boston. Hell yeah. Take my money. Mm-hmm. And then this is, uh, so John Jones was at that, uh, I think he was at the PFL or Anthony Pettis's. I forget what, which place Pettis's. he was at. Pettis, okay. So then, uh, yeah. He was he, looking thick in the face. Super thick, dude. Thicker yeah. than my face. Let's be honest. <laughs> yes. His face is thicker Yeah, he's mine. super thick. I was asking Schmo about him too, but I won't say it here, but yeah, he's super thick. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he's asking Dana White to do the, obviously, the Tyson Fury fight, to do both things. He said he would, just like a... Um, PFL? Yeah, just like he wants to box him and he'll do MMA. Here's a question for you fans out there leaving the comments. What sells more pay-per-views? Tyson Fury, John Jones boxing match, or Francis Ngannou, Deontay Wilder boxing match? I know what I like more. <laughs> what? <laughs> John Jones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Think about the marking behind it too. Yeah, his face is way thicker than mine. So man. thick, dude. Yeah. Strange, right? That's why I was like, I thought he was gonna get more into his body, like lean up. But that's I, what he I said think, he was gonna do. I feel like maybe he's just like he knows he's so good. He's like, now he can just be be a heavyweight and do whatever. I don't know. Might be in a little trouble if he fought Pavlovich. Sergey Pavlovich might yeah. have something to say about that. Natural heavyweight eats whatever he wants. You know. I think he can get away with with the Stipe there, but outside that, it could get dicey for him. What sells more pay-per-views? Yeah. Deontay Wilder, Francis MMA fight, or John Jones, Tyson Fury boxing fight? I think without a doubt, John Jones. Uh, what do you think, Case? I think Jones. Yeah. Jones all the way around, yeah. right? No Because you have Jones, the biggest name in UFC outside Connor. It'd be so cool to the, see Our that, GOAT, man. and then you have... Tyson Fury yeah, in a ring like Tyson Fury's bigger than Dante Wilder, so just number wise, this is it's a, is this a stupid question? <laughs> yeah, it is, right? Either way, both fights they're great. I love them. It's just funny, Dana's like, you know, we don't do those circus acts here, and they all do Tyson like versus days John. later. Yeah, literally, he's <laughs> like, that's not what we do here. I put on the best fights possible. We are a real sport. That being said, I'm down for John yep. Jones Tyson Fury MMA match. And have some male fucking ring card boys, you know? You, right? Hell yeah, I'm in, dude. <laughs> you got to give me three-month notice, though. I got to fast, dude. I'd fast. Would hard. you really do it, though, honestly? Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be super funny if you did. I'm my dates. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, this is just a interesting post by Israel. Put my wiener in everybody's face. That'd be sick, dude. <laughs> so Adesanya is pushing for bonuses to go up, which obviously they should. Um, because he, he he mentions inflation as one of the reasons, but you know, fight night bonuses, you know, fifty's not shit for the UFC. And again, the, we know they made more money than they've ever made, but the bonuses stay the same. Yeah, and they did increase the bonus sometimes for some reason. They but took they made, it down. Yeah, I don't know why. They it did. was a hundred. Now it's down to fifty. Fifty across the board now. Now they might do some discretionary bonuses, whatever. I'm not talking about that. But when they say. You know, when it's reported that we've made more money than ever, it's like, okay, well then shouldn't everybody eat then? Shouldn't every, everybody's purses go up? Yeah. Including the bonuses? Oh, and also he made a point that since they did that merger with WWE, they have like, you know, there's more assets, more money. So Way more. Why not? More you know? sponsors yeah. across the board. That's why they made so much money. Yeah, I think 100000 sounds like perfect. Should be more, but I think it sounds perfect. Hundred grand. He said, "Like, hey, inflation has been going up. The bonus has got to go up. That's how I feel." Well, I've told them this. I've said this pub- publicly. It's not crazy. That's no, not crazy. They're not going to do it, but it's not crazy. He's spot on there. Hundred K sounds good. That's what you need, though. You need guys like Cam saying, "We got, we got, you guys got to pay us more." Yes, big now. Name. Not my overall purse because I'm sure Izzy's taken care of, but bonuses across the board. That's a small win for all everybody. Mm-hmm. 
Fifty is not, nothing for the UFC. Fifty k? Of course not. No. Dana gave the fucking you know the Nelk boys, Nelk boys, yeah. like whatever it was, two hundred grand just <laughs> for know. his birthday or some shit. I know. Um. All right. So this kind of sucks. I don't know if it's true or not, but Dana White at, at a press conference, he's saying like, no, absolutely, Kamar Usman versus Hamza Shmaev is not happening. Well, that says bullshit. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. When is Hamza gonna fight? Now Schmo on the campaign goes, I think it's visa issues. Something's going on there. Can't be just visa. Because he can fight outside of the United States. They put on enough fights. There's nothing though. There's no smoke. There's no this is the most smoke we've had on him. Where there's smoke, there's fire, but then this isn't happening. Yeah, I don't get it. Because Kamara actually wants to fight him too, which is And Hamza's like, just insane. give me a fucking fight here. Yeah. I don't know. The conspiracy would say did something happen? Was Hamzat suspended for something that we don't know about? He has not been around. Yeah, you're right. Then how big is Hamzat? Massive. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're just not fighting him? Hmm. hmm. What's going on here? Yep. There might be something. Okay. So here's the rumor. So Conor McGregor was at a heat <laughs> game, right? NBA finals game, I think it is. You know this. I don't know if there's a finals game or not, but it was a... Yeah, it was the finals, dude. And okay. game five is tonight in Denver, <laughs> right. and Denver's going to close it out and win the finals for the first time ever. You've never even been to the finals, Chin. You son of a I bitch. Never, yeah. I don't know anything about it. We're going to win tonight, dude. So Conor McGregor punched the mascot, and apparently the headlines are saying that the mascot had to go to the ER. But he was fine. Yeah, have you seen the punch? He wails the yeah, shit out of It was a good thing. punch, for here's, sure. It, I don't like his outfit there, but here's the problem. <laughs> yeah, he looked Dracula. Yeah, it's very strange. But here's the problem. Who thought this was a good idea? I'm with Dana. He's like, why? Why would the mascot? What, who in the NBA? I know this a professional a fighter. There he goes. I mean, real punch. And the weird thing, he follows up with ground and pound. Yeah, like yeah. that you can tell the guys like, God, <laughs> damn, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, you can tell. Even Connor goes, Eesh. and then he sprays his, uh, you know, pain relieving spray <laughs> to market his spray. Yeah. Yeah, weird. The whole thing's weird. Yeah, it's I, definitely I, weird. I, I don't blame Connor. Like, hey, you want to hit the mask guy? Like, sure. <laughs> you like it? I was in France or something. Give him that Overeem uppercut. You know? Yeah. Who at the NBA was like, yeah, let's have you punch the mask guy. Mascot's like, what? Like, don't worry, dude. Your hair's, your head's down here. The beak's up here. He's going to hit the beak. Connor hit straight in <laughs> right his fucking face. face. If this is real, I don't know. I think it's real. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm so like, good promotion either way. Stuff. Yeah, me too. Um, I'll say what though I'm kind of jonesing for the uh, for the ultimate fighter tomorrow night starting to really? like it yeah starting to like wow. it counting down the days to the Tuesdays now was I didn't see episode two so was episode way better. two better than one okay. way better All right. Connor still didn't show up to the weigh-ins but whatever <laughs> maybe that's the thing then that's I, it has to be in his contract where he's like I'll do it but I'm doing all this bullshit I don't need to be there um, this was announced last week but uh, UFC is going to return to Paris <laughs> Return to Paris on September 2nd, but they haven't announced a, now, a fighter. You're telling yet. me Hamza can't find Paris? I know, right? Why not? What's going on here? I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I'm going to start Googling stuff about Hamza later then. Good luck finding something. Yeah. UFC's kept it pretty under wraps. And, and Hamza's like, I've literally accepted every fight. Kobe's like, yeah, he said he didn't want to fight me. Like, That's not, I said I would. What the hell's going on here? Paulo Costa, remember that? What happened? I know. And Paulo Costa fighting some random fucking Russian, like horrible fight for him. I don't know what's going on here. That's the biggest thing right now then, huh? What the hell's going on with Hamzat? Hmm. Interesting, right? So if your your best guess, would it be something to do with Usada? I would need to need, I need more information, but... It's definitely one of my options. Because you don't have to announce it until you're actually convicted right now. The, the rules change, so that would be interesting. It's very. I'm just saying, a guy of that high profile, UFC doesn't have a ton of stars. There's been so many rumors. We know Hamza is willing to fight anybody we want, any given time. Fans want We're all vying him. for yeah. it. His merch just dropped. We've seen merch. I help him out. <laughs> Not a big deal. But So there's all this stuff. All of it makes sense. And no fights in over a year? What's going on there, dude? 
Yeah. And it could, I mean, it's interesting, right? I'm a, I like conspiracies. <laughs> it could just be like, it's a visa. It could be super simple. But then they that's just why, announced that. That's why conspiracies are fun. They're better than the truth. And that's why we roll with them. Because they're fun. They're better than the truth. Wow. You know? But if it was a visa thing, they would just say, hey, it's a visa thing. But they're not saying anything. Uh, that's See, that's where I'm like, what's going on here? Because they say nothing. Yeah. Like, And Dana's very vague on it. Yeah, try, trying to get in a fight. Notice also, it's, and it's like the White House. At the White House, there's those softball questions. They don't. They have one guy from Fox that uses question that girl shuts it down. Whenever it's Biden, it's just softball questions. Well, Dana, they pick and choose who's at those press conferences. So there has to be a memo out there like, don't ask about Hamzat. When's the last time somebody asked about Hamza? Yeah, yeah. And I remember Luke Thomas even mentioned before, like, this is your livelihood as a media member. You know if you say something or you ask a crazy question. You're out. You're, yeah, you're out. And you're, there goes your money. There Same goes with the White money. House. Yeah. yeah. So I get it. Yeah. It's weird, right? So I'm now I'm really thinking that right? <laughs> something has to do with oh, Usada. If you go down the rabbit hole, you're like, oh, it's Usada. Yeah. But who knows? These are all, I'm not saying that he tested hot. I'm not. I'm, all I'm saying is I want to see the man Questions. fight. Something's up. Yeah. Because in UFC needs stars. Yeah. We're in the ecosystem. When the UFC has a star, it's better numbers for us. When there's no stars, our numbers are down. The UFC's down. You know? Yeah. It makes no sense across the board for anybody. Well, let's Weird. see what happens. Hopefully, Ch maybe Chael knows. <laughs> I'm going to text him and Luke <laughs> after this. Yeah. All righty. Um... Let's see here. Oh, this is just a quick one. Boy. So, what? What happened? Julian Pena, man. Uh, talk about shooting yourself in the foot. Like, just being unlikable. I love Julian Pena. Oh, she, yeah, I think yeah, she's yeah. great. She was like, she, I don't know why, why anybody's doing this. You know, she's not even, she's not a big draw. You know, it's a snooze fest. Yeah. And when she retires, she's like, I scared you into retirement. It's like. She's talking a lot of smack, yeah. It's so straight. And she talks smack. Remember. One of the reasons you love Pena, too, is going into that first Amanda Nunes fight. She's like, I'm a beater. Everyone's like, you're out of your fucking mind. She beat her. She beat her, yeah. So there's some validation there, but it was just, you know, her being like, oh, I scared you in retirement. It's like, did you not? Do you did you beat up so bad you forget the rematch? There's some 10-8 rounds there, girl. That fight was mm -hmm. not competitive. And she's like, don't compare yourself to Anderson Silva. You're just like, oh, my God, this is not the way to go. Yeah, a lot of fans were Be a little humble there. I, but also, I could see talking shit to Amanda Nunes if you were like a big star. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you were this massive draw, you're like, she's boring. Nobody's paying attention. But it's like, you're a bigger star? No, right? <laughs> you know, it's just weird. Mm. It doesn't make sense. Because she'll have her opportunity now. Amanda's gone. Now she'll have her. You, let's see what you do with your paper, yeah, yeah. star. You know? We shall see. So, in this particular video, uh, it's just a. A media member, I think it might have been from MMA Junkie. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Juliana was like saying, like, look, I have like you know knee scars from like surgeries. Like, zoom in. Yeah, I can see it. Okay, <laughs> so I'll just play. For Not too good. Yeah. Hold on, let me. The Juliana Pena is just. So have you ever broken a rib before? Spicy. Yep. You have, and how was it for you? I got hit by a car. It was some. Um not too good. Yeah. Ernesto, I've actually been ran over by a car, too. I, I, I got ran over walking on the sidewalk. Yeah. So just so you guys know, I've dislocated both my arms. I've dislocated or uh, torn both my knees, if you guys can zoom in and see these scars. I've broken pinkies. I've broken fingers. I've got my head split open. This game is full of injuries. We are in the fighting game, and injuries the cameraman's happen. Like, yeah. I <laughs> the so, cameraman's like, yeah. All girl. the comments. Even Alan Joban is like, dude, easy with the zoom. Because <laughs> yeah. it, like, it looked like an upstairs yeah, cameraman was yeah. like hold up girly let me see the knees <laughs> creepy dude yeah so, but she this is her kind of you know uh addressing the rumors that she faked an injury no, to not get into the nunez no. fight she she's a fighter's fighter man yeah like, she's definitely she went out on her shield even if she got her ass whooped she 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 put up a better fight than aldana yeah that's so stupid when people think that broken rib is no joke i broke my rib it takes a forever to heal because the blood flow is not a lot there's not a lot of like veins and you know all that shit there. So it Circulation takes, forever. Or whatever. So it yeah. takes forever to heal. It's hard to breathe. Like that's a horrible injury. Mm. Yeah. I, I think I bruised my ribs and it was incredibly painful. Uh, so this is John Jones at the Anthony Pettis event and someone wore a shirt of his, uh, his mugshot. His mugshot. Yeah. And he took a picture with, <laughs> he's, he's putting it thumbs down. Yeah. 
these trolls, though. That's an interesting move. Uh, with John Jones, I would never. Nah, he, yeah, he's one of the few guys that wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he took it in good, you know. Kids are doing things for clicks, though, man. Yeah. Um, there's really not much else. Uh, let's see. Okay, this one, case you can uh, see if we can play this video or not. But it's so someone's Instagram, and this is a Michael Jackson MMA thing. Okay. I'll just play for I you. already don't like this. Let's play it. <laughs> This is if Michael Jackson was an MMA fighter. <laughs> and he's actually, he's good at striking, right? He has to have some background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking really talented. He's so talented. Oh yeah, I mean he has it done. I mean it's so funny. Yeah, I don't know his Instagram, but wait, that Meryl was great though. Pierna, I don't know. Great, okay, yeah. fantastic, cool. That's a good one to end on. That's all we have, other than the fights this weekend. Are uh, you a fight night? Is it Saturday or Friday? It's probably Saturday. Saturday, right? seven p.m. at the Apex, which at the Apex, yeah. kind of boring, whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, Marvin Vittori, Jerry Cannonier. It's an important fight in the middleweight division. I'll roll my boy Vittori on that. Sarukin's fighting Joaquin Silva, Petrosian, uh, Duncan. Not a great card. <laughs> Not a great card. That that one, the main event's important for the middleweight division. And mm. then uh, 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 Sarukin and Silva's important for that lightweight division. So, cool. Not bad. Beltor's way better. Yeah. Let's just be honest. And yeah. I think this is a Friday. Being completely Bellator. transparent, this Bellator, Bellator card is fire. You got Nemkov, Yoel Romero for the light heavyweight belt. Awesome. You got uh, Sergio Pettis, Sergio Pettis, Patricio Pitbull, Corey Anderson, Phil Davis. I'm not mad at it at all. Just those three fights yeah. should let you know it's a better card than the UFC. It's a good card. Dude, this guy's Showtime? Name is Matthew Perry. Oh, yeah, from Friends Fighting? <laughs> yeah, Showtime. Sick. Good for them. Good for Bellator. Both it, busy weekend. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. Friday night fights and Saturday, take my money. All right, kids, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be doing sets around L.A., taking a little break from touring this summer. Uh, next date on the books is July 28th, Shab and Friends. Then uh, I'll have more, a bunch more dates. But next one, Spokane, uh, September 21st to September 23rd. Then I'm at Skank Fest, September 29th through October 1st. Niagara Falls, New York, November 4th through the 5th. One show on the 4th, one show on the 5th. That's a casino theater out there. So, Niagara, let's do this thing. I have a bunch more dates coming up, though, and those will be up there and announce. Uh, the new Thick Boy merch, the authentic Thick Boy jerseys, uh, the pinstripe one. We got this gray one. We got hoodies. They're not out yet. They should be coming out soon. We'll keep you guys posted. Um, but that's available soon, very soon. Hats, hoodies, um, new authentic jerseys. It's going to be lit. All right, kids. All right, man, uh, go watch the new Calabas Fight Campaign available right now on Thick Boy YouTube. We have a very special one-on-one -on -one coming up this week with a great guest. So looking forward to that. That comes out, I think, on Thursday. And that's it, guys. Be safe. Be nice to each other. See you next time. Like, subscribe. Love you guys. I'm out.